Hey friends, you're listening to Why This, a podcast where a couple of food scientists learn why people love the things they love. Today's topic, bad Halloween treats. Welcome to Why This, as always brought to you by Draft Lab. Draft Lab helps food and beverage producers improve the taste and quality of their products with best-in-class sensory software, tools, and training. Visit DraftLab.com to learn more or reach out to us on social media if you're interested in becoming a better taster. I'm your host, Lindsay Barr, with my co-host, Matt Conyer. It's Halloween, and of course that means that Matt and I have been talking about Halloween treats, and with all the different candies and options out there, we thought that it would be fun to do some sensory testing around that. It obviously lends itself to doing some sort of sensory test. I don't know that I've ever heard your spooky voice before, but I, <laughs> that was that was really good. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> uh, so there were a lot of different ways we could we could go through this. So we kind of thought what would be the most, you know, interesting. And a lot of them are, you know, what's the best you know, Halloween treat you could get. But instead for this, we decided to figure out which was the worst, the the worst thing that you could get in your bag that, that you basically try to trade off to your brother or sister or somebody else. So we came up with a list. And so we came up with Fireballs, Smarties, Candy Corn, Good and Plenty, Raisinets, Non-Candy or Loose Change or a Pencil or something that you can't eat that you get in your candy bag. Milk Duds, and then Necco Wafers. And this list uh, has, a, has a lot of different angles to it, but in general, we wanted to see how would adults react to this and then how would kids react to this. Yeah, okay, so knowing this list and knowing that we're doing sensory, I came up with a couple of different hypotheses. The first thing that I think that I've had a lot of conversations with people around is about candy corn. Candy corn seems to be very polarizing. People love it or they hate it. So that's my first hypothesis. I knew that was coming. Yeah. I knew that one was coming. <laughs> We've yeah. talked about candy corn a couple of times. <laughs> I am a lover of candy corn. A lot of people don't like it. I have a great time with candy corn every year. I don't uh, even know what it is or how they came up with a corn <laughs> plus candy, but then these colors. I don't really understand anything about that's it. That's interesting. I mean, uh, corn mazes are kind of happening around the same time. So maybe that's the tie-in with Halloween. Oh. Are we trying to get kids to eat more corn? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, they look like teeth. Them... Yeah, <laughs> like, that's actually like yellow really teeth. Int- <laughs> that's an interesting uh, marketing plan, like candy spinach. <laughs> like, does that get kids <laughs> eating spinach if like they also associate it with candy? We're on something. <clears throat> All right, so that's my first hypothesis: is candy corn is going to be the most polarizing. My second is that these candies are are so bad. <laughs> that maybe not having an alternative is is better for some people. Although I, I kind of think that there are some good ones in the list. So this was this was why we put in the the non-candy item. So would you rather have loose change instead of actually eat any of the other candies that are there? <laughs> so fun. Um, all right. And my third hypothesis is because kids tend to like what is familiar to them, They'll probably not like the candies that they've never had before. Like the Necco wafers are not very popular. Kids have probably not had Necco wafers before. So I'm going to assume that they're going to dislike the Necco wafers and probably the Good and Plenty's the most because they're not the most popular. Sure. 
so to figure this out, um, I it was my job. Lindsay actually has no idea what the results are, but it was my job to go out and poll a bunch of adults and kids and see you know which ones of these they like and they dislike. So we got 32 people, 14 of them are kids. We gave them a list and we had them rank from their favorite to their least favorite. Uh, let's actually go through a video of just one adult and one kid tasting side by side. These are Smarties. Um, I think that's Smarties. Very chalky. Ooh, my candy corns. <laughs> Love candy corns. Candy corn. Eh. I really like candy corn. Good and plenty. Yeah. And these will be the candies that for for Halloween my daughter doesn't like, so she will give it to me. It's so chewy. Uh <laughs> They taste like Tom's to me. Yeah, no. Are those baked parties? Necco wafers. Wow. Better than Smarties. All right, the kid thought that the, the Necco wafers were, were better than the Smarties, which is really surprising to me. So yeah, I'm curious to see how that, that actually ended up netting out with all of our other tasters. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an N of one, yeah. but uh, I guess, how are you feeling about your hypotheses so far? <sighs> um, I feel pretty, I feel pretty good about them. So we, we had one kid and we had one adult. The adult seemed to like the candy corn and the kid didn't like candy corn. I was actually kind of surprised at how much the, the kid didn't like some candies. I thought that they would just kind of be into all candy, but yeah, I, I feel pretty good about it. Sure. All right. So before we go through the hypotheses, let's start with this. What do you think was the most favorite of all the candies for everybody out there? What was number one? Well, let's see. I'm going to be biased with my own personal take on this. <laughs> so I think that the, the most preferred is going to be the Raisinets. You know, chocolate, raisins, okay. fun textures. What, what's not to love? Okay. It was an it was an absolute runaway for the number one. It was uh skewed that way. It was everything moved in this one direction at one candy. And it was by far the milk dud that was oh, number one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean by milk duds are fun. Kind of chewy. Okay, so number one was the milk dud, far and away. Um let's actually do your first hypothesis, which was the candy corn, right? Yeah, candy corn is the most polarizing. So the answer is candy corn was a little polarizing. So candy corn actually ranked number three in all of the candies. And it's, as far as it being polarizing, actually not really. It just kind of sat through the middle with everybody. Wow, that's shocking. Do we know, do we know what is most polarizing? Okay, so the most polarizing, surprisingly, was actually the Raisinets. No way. My beloved Raisinets. They came first and last, big peaks on those graphs. And that was the one that people were were back and forth on. Yeah, interesting. I guess raisins are kind of polarizing as, as a fruit. Like people love or hate them. All right. So hypothesis number two. So the second hypothesis was that some of these candies are, you know, so bad uh, that not having candy would be a better alternative. So the the non-candy ranked second to last, meaning there was one candy that was actually worse than than eating anything. And you want to take a guess at what that was? 
Yeah, I'm going to say the NECA wafer. It seems like people pretty universally don't love NECA wafers. It was the good and plenty. (laughs) Good and plenty finished last of Mm -hmm. all of the candies. And most people basically would rather not eat it than have a pocket full of change. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Good and Plenty's are are like licorice flavor, which again, kind of polarizing. Yeah, I I don't like it. And you saw the reaction in the video. You know, our our kid definitely uh, strongly rejected that that candy. So, what was your third hypothesis? The third hypothesis was that kids, uh, because kids tend to like what is familiar to them and dislike what is not familiar to them. I assumed that they are going to dislike the NECA wafer and or the Good and Plenty the most because they probably have never tried those. Okay. So this is where, to me, it got really, really interesting. Uh, the the NECA wafer actually finished fifth, right in the middle of the pack. In fact, kids, not really a big deal. But for adults, the NECA wafer slid down and was actually second to last for them. And mm. the comment that I heard over and over and over, which we also saw in the video, is that Necco wafers remind people of Tums and a, a very adult medicine that a lot of people take all the time. And therefore, it just slid all the way to the back. But for adults, it didn't slide so far back that they would still take some loose change or a pencil. They'd still rather eat a Necco wafer than have a pocket full of change. So. <laughs> Maybe that would have been different 20 years ago. I have no idea. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, once kids start having experiencing acid reflux, then maybe they'll dislike it <laughs> a little bit more. I wonder what came first. Was it the, the NECA wafer or Tums? It's probably the NECA wafer. Yeah, it probably was. It's also like this nexus of kids not having to take adult medicine, but also you know, not buying things that cost less than a dollar. So change is like worthless to an adult. So it just goes to the bottom. But to a kid, it's a ton of money. So, And you mentioned the Good and Plenty. Good and Plenty finished uh, sixth for adults. So it wasn't as bad. Uh, Mm. And for kids, it was was kind of a runaway worst one. And I don't know if black licorice you would consider bitter, but it kind of has that same effect. Uh, That's kind of what I saw. Yeah, it's it's a really intense flavor. And kids tend to be more sensitive to really intense flavors. So that that makes sense to me. But the uh, the top uh, four candies for adults and kids were exactly the same. Ooh. It was, yeah, it was Milk Duds, Smarties, Candy Corn, and then Raisinets in the middle. But the Raisinets were really polarizing. So they ended up kind of equaling out into the middle for some of the things that we were looking at. But you had people kind of all over the map. Uh, to follow up on the Tums, and Necco wafer thing, uh, what came first? The Necco wafer came first, like very, very easily. The Necco wafer was invented in like 1848 or something. And everybody kind of associates it with like their great grandparents. And there's a reason for that. It's been around forever. Tums were oh, invented man. much later. Tums came around in 1928. So that kind of makes sense. All right. Well, were you surprised by any of this information? Uh, a ton of it, especially having talking to people. Uh, there are a lot of strong opinions. People were very happy to participate. I think that was that was a great part of this. Um, some of the quotes that I got on this. Smarties make me upset for existing and even being so bad. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand good and plenties. I got that all the time. 
Uh, Neko wafers, face vomiting emoji. I got that in a message. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think all of it was was really interesting, especially the difference uh, in the kids and the Neko wafers and just how that kind of moved back and forth. I thought for sure they weren't going to like that. Yeah, yeah. The the one kid that we sampled in the video said the Neko wafer was actually better than the Smarties. So I guess I need to give Neko wafers another try. I, I'm somebody who likes Smarties, though. <laughs> Well, Matt, this was really fun. I cannot wait to get my hands on this data and write a blog post about it. It's going to be a treasure trove of information that I, I want to just look up and down. So have a happy Halloween. Uh, Why This is produced by the team at DraftLab, where we help companies demystify consumer experiences through flavor analysis. To learn more, reach out to us on our website. Look out for that blog post. And of course, like, subscribe, and stay in the conversation with us. See you around.